Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Blast from Cast from the story of pop music history out of time. I'm running out of breath in this introduction. <laughs> Is that the intro? <laughs> to set back to to recalibrate my uh, my breath control there, which is wildly. <laughs> Everyone, I've forgotten how to breathe, and then let me just get all the words in the front. <laughs> when sometimes when you're doing a podcast, you forget how to breathe, you forget how to breathe and talk at the same time. That seems to be what's happening right now. <laughs> hey, 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 who's in this room? <laughs> my name is Walter Kaup. I'm your host. Um, my co-host is Tom Dickenhauer. This episode is a blast from edit, which we've, of course, done before. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, this this is the, this is the listener. This is an impression of a listener. Um, just kind of you know giggling to themselves. What? What's that? You're making all our listeners sound like dorks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is a? <laughs> um, I don't like them. I, how can we? Can we get cool new listeners that are? Uh, I don't the, think wear that's great possible. Jackets. I think we've got what we've got, and we're that's done. it. And grateful we are to have the the pittance of uh, listeners of yes. the. Yeah. Um, Bla- Blast. 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 <laughs> blast them away. For our new listeners, um, every once in a while, the host will just shout the word blast. Anyway, continue on with your great anyway, intro. back to it. The Blast from Edits. That's where, being hipsters, uh, vinyl is king. So, obviously, the best way to listen to music is two sides of a single vinyl. For, regardless of whether you want to listen to vinyl or not, 45 minutes or so? What's wrong with that? Can I also say the only thing that could be... Uh, or at least similar to, is if you ever got a series on DVD, that's pretty much what it's like to experience vinyl. So that's the visual version, which is you sat and you're enjoying something, and at some point you're really going to have to get up to change it to the next side or disc. I see the appeal. In today's episode, we are going to edit I've Been Expecting You by Robbie Williams. That was an unnecessary rolling of the R, but we are from Scotland. There you go. So who is... Robbie Williams. That's oh, you, are you asking me? No, no. That, so that was a that was a little pause for the listener actually to answer back. A bit of interactivity, you think? So I just give them a couple of seconds to tell me yeah. who Robbie Williams is, because there will be people out there who are listening and know precisely who Robbie Williams is. But you know, you know what's weird as well is I, as I scrambled to get the Wikipedia page up, uh, shows how warped my brain is because obviously his full name is Robert. Peter Williams, and all I could think of was Die Hard with a Vengeance, Simon Peter Gruber. So, <laughs> continue. Robert Williams is a British singer uh, who rose to fame in his home country. His home country. I'll need to get a handle on this uh, English language before wow, we continue with this podcast. His home country, yeah, he's stylish where he comes from. So in his home country, uh, which is uh, Great Britain, um, he was a member of the boy band Take That. So they found success with the the usual boy band strategy of a mix of surefire cover songs that would kind of complement their um, original songs. I think what differentiated Take That from some of their contemporary and some of the successive boy bands was that their chief songwriter was actually also a performer in the band uh, rather than some sort of backstage puppeteer. Uh, the chief subject of this episode was not uh, the songwriter for Take That. That was Gary Barlow. Actually, Robbie Williams wasn't necessarily noted for his uh, writing, um, singing, performing talents. I don't know if you might disagree. It was his personality that seemed to be the thing that shone through for him. He was the cheeky sort of chap. 
So with that, uh, when Robbie Williams left in 1995 to embark on a solo career, um, a lot of people had assumed that he would have to uh, enlist the help of other talented people to help him with that. Um, And those people were correct, of course. Um, So British pop music lurker Guy Chambers teamed up with Williams for his debut album Life Through a Lens, which sold millions of copies, uh, had several top 40 hits in the United Kingdom. Cynical music critics would call this subsequent output by Robbie Williams not proper music, um, but more of like a vehicle uh, for him and his escalating fame. One critic actually described Life Through a Lens as more of a press release than an album of music. Which is quite funny as well, because you actually see the, the cover of the album. It's him um, just getting paparazzi around him with a, with a shaved head. Not the haircut matters, but you know, that's, yeah. That, yeah, so he, he left Take That. He had this little cut-in, trendy haircut. I remember yeah. those. Now, uh, he, yeah. he is, so the reason I sort of dislike him is that he just reminds me of like, certain stages of the 90s and coming into the 2000s he is like the definition of what people looked like at that time and he's got a bit wayward now but i've no idea what his style is but yeah, he just always reminds me of like it's not quite the david beckham or the uh, eminem hair you know bleach thing or particularly stand out like that but just something about robbie williams of like oh i definitely know what year it was just by staring at his haircut nonetheless this debut album was a success uh, and williams would continue to succeed throughout the late 90s and early 2000s in the United Kingdom, um, and he would become one of the most successful musicians in British music history. But we, I think we need to set that distinction because though Williams was very successful in his own country, uh, he didn't actually make that much of an impact internationally, particularly uh, across the pond, as we say here, yes? I never say that, but, you know. He did make an attempt to crack America, um, Again, as they say. Whoever yeah. they are have terrible sayings. They're awful, aren't they? They're these people. So he, he did make an attempt to crack America in his imaginatively titled 1999 tour, which took place in uh, the year 1999. Um, and that was in support of this album, I've Been Expecting You. Something he won't be expecting or potentially care about at all is for his second album to be disassembled and placed back together uh, for the blast from edits. And that's when we begin. Editing. So we're just going to go track by track. That's how we've been doing it. I don't see any reason to change our ways. That was definitely half a sentence. Wasn't it? <laughs> I thought you'd cut off. <laughs> I'm going to introduce this new way of speaking where I leave uh, not only my co-host hanging, but the listeners. <laughs> Has he completed that sentence or not? Um, so are you happy to go track by track here? Please. So this album, it's... 56 minutes and 53 seconds long, so there's a bit of room to to play with here. Uh, We're looking to cut off, I mean, you might argue we want to cut off uh, a huge chunk of it, but we have 16 minutes, I would say 14 to 16 minutes that we want to actually get rid of. So that will be our task and to split those into two separate sides. So the first song we're going to talk about is Strong. So this is a... Um, Oasis-like mm. song, certainly. Some people might say rip-off. Some people might say um, flattery, uh, homage. Um, when but this did, is a... Sorry, when did he, when did he challenge the, uh, the 100 grand? Or was it Liam Gallagher that challenged... Was it the challenge? Er. Oh, if you were going to bring that topic up, you should have uh, done the research and, and known, because oh. I wasn't expecting that. I don't actually know. Was that around right at this time? So that did happen, didn't it? I completely ashamed of myself. So- <laughs> 
so you knew enough about it that it happened, but when the, the, oh, the further details, um, I don't know. Would that that would probably been around this time? This is sort of short haircut Robbie Williams time, isn't it? Where it went that way when Oasis challenged him. I don't know if that was. Yeah, I think this was before this. So this song is fairly sure thing 90s uh, action here, isn't it? This is a sort of Oasis sound, tailor-made for that era of British pop music, certainly. Looks to be about 2001, so it doesn't really fit into the narrative. So it was after, it was after this, but could this be born out of this uh, attempt to... Is it, is it maybe he's asking for reparations or whatever you'd call it? It was the uh, when somebody steals your song. Compensation? Compen- he's compensation, is that what it is? 100 grand of your money, 100 grand of your money is what he really meant. You stole my style. I know we're going to get into this, and, and I hate to do this on the first track, right? But do you know why I I dislike a sort of Robbie Williams or a Harry Styles or Ed Sheeran? I can never figure out what the party's about. Or I've been, It's like I've been invited to dinner, and nobody's told me what the menu is, and then suddenly soup, suddenly crackers, suddenly a pudding, suddenly main course, suddenly a guy comes in with just tofu. You don't know what's on the menu, and it's always like, uh, like a garage track, and then suddenly he's rocking out, and then suddenly he sounds like Natalie and Brulier, and then suddenly it's Oasis. There's no, I'm going to rock out to Van Halen, or I'm going to listen to some beautiful Gladys Knight and the Pips. You know what I mean? I, it, there's nothing consistent. That's why I don't like these types of musicians. So that's why I'm trying not to go into this negative, but the, my criticism I'm going to base on inconsistency Rather than, I suppose that's what we try to do, isn't it? We, it's not about whether we like it or not. In fact, <laughs> I'll continue so as I mean to go. Your kind of your kind of criticisms kind of matches what they were saying at the time, and what I guess people continue to say is that this isn't music. This is a vehicle. This is a the, the press release music. This is the artist first music, fairly secondary. Yeah, this is, I don't know. If I, I prefer these days. Or you remember the days when like a film would come out and they'd release like a soundtrack song, and then there'd be like bits of the movie. And a song made specifically for that film would play. And there was something very stupid but comforting about that. But then it kind of started to, it was, it was sort of Britpop and then this kind of stuff. And then it just seemed to get into the 2000s. And then that creepy, not really music, like you're saying, it's the vehicle music, which then just started to creep in. And that's why when I listen to these kind of albums, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how I felt in school. So do you feel strongly enough about <laughs> this song? Uh, not to include it. Um, I, mean, I mean, it hits hard, but there's worse ones. This is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. So, this, so it's, you, you can't say it's from, not catchy. Did it not stay with you after having listened to, to this? Like all of his uh, main hits, he seems to know what an earworm is and how to really get plump and thick and juicy and stick it in there. But, so, I mean, so, hmm, I've never heard that <laughs> description of an earworm <laughs> yeah. before, but there you go. <laughs> you mean... You mean you haven't taken an earworm, got nice and thick and plump, and stuck and stuck it in there? No, weird. So, um, are we going to put this in the maybe pile? <laughs> it's maybe. I mean, it's a strong candidate for not being on there, but um, oh, that's there you just. Go. I think it's just because he. he thinks yeah, you're he's wrong. Of, he thinks. Ah, oh, stop this. Um, he thinks he's coming out the gate with a hit or like some sort of. But that's what I'm saying. It's it, that you were exactly the same as me. It's quite it immature songwriting, isn't it? That yeah. that sort of opening few lines are like I could, I could. It's Oasis copy, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, like right now I've got a glass in my hand and I've got an ass in my band. I mean, it's just it's it, literally something that sounds like the next thing. Just for the record, that those aren't lyrics in this song. That's just you at the top. Your, hey, maybe we could uh, reconvene after this and uh, continue oh, that song. I can't wait to, to jam with you. I mean, um, I'll have no regrets about that, I tell you. Speaking of having no regrets, no, that's terrible. Um, 
the next song is No Regrets, and uh, I don't get what this song is and why you would place it right after that. I mean, really... It's very late 90s, but it's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. So, it's a different genre. We're now into sort of generic, chill-out, hip-trip-hop type stuff. Like, comes in later on. But this is, a, it was like hints of that. that not, not slagging her off, just that kind of gentle pop music that, that that will offend no one but you it's catchy but he's decided to kind of say well you need you know you can't let the the tide sink too low like so here's the here's the filler song and it's you know whatever this is um, and then the, the next track which we'll get onto obviously is another lift which i, I, I unfortunately hey, i like it oh still, sorry. We're still on no regrets sorry, so I'm, I'm, doing the, I'm, I'm doing the next song <laughs> you, you sit back then there we're not done I with think, this one. All right. okay. We haven't even decided what's happening with it. Yeah, Take so it track by track. We're not taking it track by next track. I mean, we may, we may end up with a vinyl that's just silence with me. We've got a Get, job to do here, okay? We've got to connect the I dots. I don't have any regrets. Together. You're right. I don't have any regrets at the end of this album. Um, but I can't in... I mean, I feel like it's... You're, you're, I'm almost remembering the thing that's in front of me. I, 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 I'm just going to keep cutting stuff going, oh, I didn't like it, so it's getting cut. But I just these first two... We're a, we're, a, we're a harsh reminder of what the late 90s actually were like in some corners of the music world. So this was um, another su- another single and another hit for Robbie Williams, amazingly. I think I remember it at the time. Um, you've got the Pet Shop Boys and the Divine Comedy getting involved in this one. So some collaboration going on there. I find it inoffensive. Um, not a single, certainly. If I was picking singles from this album, but hey, it was a hit. I'm keen to maybe this one. <laughs> you know it's quite quite funny because obviously you know when someone's like oh they were, they were influenced by this and that and that and I was just reading the um, the Wikipedia I mean that's that's where you should all go for all news and all facts um, but it's like influenced by people like Freddie Mercury Dean Martin Tom Jones Elvis Presley and Bono and I'm just thinking there's a difference between being influenced by and just being like oh that's the flavour we'll do now I think he's just heard I think I mentioned it when we're setting this up was that he is like the pop version of Will Smith. He's just like a, like a couple of years or a year behind whatever the trend was the year before is how his music career is like, Oh, this is the popular thing. He wasn't like a trendsetter of anything. He was just popular. And he was like, Oh, remember last year when that, you know, like he's wearing the fashions from last year or something. It's just something where he's just, he's just that step behind, but because he's famous, because it's a vehicle, it's like, Oh, it's, it's going to make whatever. It's good enough, isn't it? It's yeah. <laughs> good enough to, to include on the next thing that he's going to put out. As was very popular at the time, um, because they're in 1999 approaching the millennium, um, lots of albums and songs and shows and everything were using millennium. And that's this next song in the album is no different. Was it millennium? Was it fear? Was it fear? Sorry, it was te- stepped yeah, over the name of the song. <laughs> it was um, it was. Curiosity and a mix of that and fear as well, which can be very enticing for people. But uh, yeah, this is another single, um, very clearly samples. Well, it doesn't sample. Apparently they recreated You Only Live Twice, uh, James Bond music, um, with what, I guess, so uh, Robbie Williams and Guy Chambers, what their demographic of person would consider to be a a hip hop uh, beat, I guess, um, in the background. Um, this is a this was I guess I can't miss with all that stuff going on. Yeah, I, I, it hurts me to say I actually really like this song, but it's for the reasons that it's sampling, um, which is just a great song. Like the, the even the instrumental of that, and then whatever he sang over it, it was Robbie Williams in 1998, and he had <laughs> a James Bond song. So uh, unfortunately, I, this is the ones I'd probably put 
I'd open the album with this because then that kind of gets everyone's mood up and it doesn't matter what comes Sets out. Sets unrealistic expectations. For yeah, it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not hugely consequential, but yeah, it's not, um, it's quite, it's it's enjoyable to listen to, I think. Yeah, I think when it comes on, I mean, the fact, I mean, this is the annoying thing. There's two Robbie Williams songs I absolutely love, right? And it's this one. Mm-hmm. I say love, come on, like, settle down, eh? But uh, the, uh, I've, I've called it so many things over the years, I've completely forgot what it's actually called, but um, is it Love Light? Love Light. Love Light, yeah. This and Love Light, I could listen to as, like, songs that would come up on my my spotify playlist or if i was just like randomly we came on the radio i wouldn't turn it off so can i tell you what i discovered uh Uh-oh. doing some of the research for this love light is a cover oh from a on. song from 2002 he's at it again he's very, like, he's very much at it so this it was, is, this uh, is woody with buzz's arm originally released by lewis T- we're not going to talk about uh, love light or that yeah. other album um love box oh, rude box that's it yeah yeah dirty boy Anyway, yeah, Millennium is yeah, yes. Then it seems yes, we're, we're gonna have to keep yeah. something here. Aren't we? So. Oh, yeah, well, it could just be the we'll make it a single LP. Those do exist. Um, mm. So, uh, will this next uh, song? Yeah. Anyway, you know, you know the puns for this one. Hey, well, unlike uh, a great a great song like Millennium, uh, the Phoenix from not the ashes, but a Phoenix from the flames. Um, I don't know if that's jumping the gun or. What would be the, the is the phoenix from a flame? The, the, the phoenix anyway? from the ashes is what I've heard ordinarily. I think there's yeah, the phoenix so, is from the flames. Then what, what is the reference here? Then I don't jump understand. Jumping the gun, <laughs> yeah, jumping the gun, weird. So it's a uh, it's a phoenix that is not quite ready to rise, but it's because um, this is obviously a little piano one, isn't it? It's like slowed down more. So you've gone from millennium to little piano boy. I couldn't wait for it to be over. Yeah, no, it's but this is the thing. It's, <laughs> it's one, it's, it's one of the longest. It's one of the longest songs. Oh, you th- thought this is an annoying chorus? Well, we'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to later on. But I think it's just the like I'm saying that the what is the menu here? It's just or what is the theme? What is the anything? It just goes from one thing to the next. And this is the slow, methodical, you know, get your knickers off song or, or something. I don't know what they, they, you have to have the love ballad or some whatever. I don't know, but it's it's kind of fascinating when you're like, oh, so this is the. You tick that box, you have that one. And he starts rocking out again later on. But this is the, I think he probably thought this was going to be a single or one of these ones like, I'll oh, just put it on MTV just late at night and I'll maybe do the instrumental on Top of the Pops or something. You know, people really think I'm a, a, a really thoughtful musician. Um, and he already buggered up the title. So if people actually retroactively go back, they can, I mean, if you look at his face on the cover and look at the title of the song, you really, you hate the guy. I don't know. I've never met him. I'm sure he's nice to his mum, but goodness me, travesty. Um, that's why I thought this song travesty. <laughs> I couldn't wait for it to be over, and you're describing it as a travesty. It's travesty. Uh, you're gonna refute that you called it a travesty. Uh, <laughs> Did I call say travesty? No, I said travesty. Oh, right. I'm messing this all up. Travesty. I also bugging up that sentence there. I'm just recalling it. You could have called say I said travesty. Wow, we are really meant for recording audio. It's anyway, moving on. So late recording on a Monday. Um, yeah, well, for, you win for, some, lose some on a Monday, don't you? You do, you do indeed win some, lose some uh, with sentences and podcasts. But um, Robbie Williams also was winning some and losing some. Um, this was a lose for me. Uh, this was <laughs> pal-muted <laughs> 90s generic stuff with this um, phone recording, which, as uh, you dig deeper, as deep as Wikipedia will go, um, uh, Nicole Appleton, who to whom he was betrothed, um, providing that uh, little phone message that was just repeating uh, over and over at the beginning there. Not much Is that who that was? Because it was really irritating. 
No, I mean, not because I heard, like, as in, like, it was just this weird, like, I guess it was meant to be, like, a, a little little moment at the start, like a little genuine moment, but I just, it was because the audio was so bad, and it was just, like, yeah, flat audio. And it yeah, mi- uh, yeah. Pi- so not pixelated, but, yeah, that kind of... Yeah. Uh, I love you, and it's just, like, really... Oh, she, it almost feels, like, crunchy. It's, like, when you used to, like, have to lower your musical quality just to get on a, a low an old bandwidth sound <laughs> yeah. yeah before the days of ipods kids um sometimes you'd have to reduce the quality to even get 10 songs on an mp3 player <laughs> back in the day um happy to dispense with this nothing song this is i think yeah it's just, it's just an unfortunate one because you're kind of you've gone from piano piano kind of and then this little bit at the start whether the song is going to get good it's like when you hear like a chorus of kids at the end of a song really ruins it for me because i'm like i hate children singing this is definitely a similar feeling. It's just like a ch- n- nails on a chalkboard Christmas concert kind of thing. I just hate it. So this was also a single, but only in uh, New Zealand and Australia. It was a top 10 hit in New Zealand. Well, the irony being, like, they don't even have Marmite, but this is a bit of a Marmite song, I guess, over there. It's Vegemite over there. So what, what jokes can you make out of that? None. Let's move none. on. Let's move on. In, in a lucky way, Grace, uh, um, even though the song has none of it, it is actually a, a lift so in a weird way, it's it came out of nowhere to be mediocre in a in a good way. That it's light, it's light and uh, bouncy, and it's definitely better than the last two. So in a weird, I mean, it was very generic, uh, calypso, slight calypso nod or something going on. But this is where I start to notice, and this might be my perception, but auto tune on that guy's <sighs> voice. My oh, goodness, you mean he doesn't hold a note regularly? But I think it's just one of these things that, yeah, I, I guess it's okay, so it can stay. Um, it's like a quiet person. Um, they're not offended anyone, you know? Just because they're quiet doesn't mean they're rude. So that sounds like a maybe, yeah, unless you feel very strongly Put about it. Put it in the maybe pile maybe. of definitely. Um, so well, if you'd seen what the Blast From Edits album was and you want to get ahead of us and listen to this album on your favourite streaming platform uh, you would not hear the next song on the originally released album uh, jesus oh. in a camper van it was called that is because old robbie got into a bit of legal trouble uh, for having lifted a line from a loudon wainwright the third song uh, the the story goes that he'd heard someone else saying it so didn't have the kind of musical history knowledge to actually have ripped off the song he just heard it from somebody else <laughs> and just ripped it off from somebody else who was quoting a song and that's Robbie Williams. Um, so Jesus in a camper van, fine, nothing. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> nothing listen, here. I, I genuinely thought I'd been taken down because of a sample, but you're saying it's even more disgraceful, which is Nick and Lines, which is more embarrassing. So, yeah, and it was obviously removed from subsequent releases of the album. And you're no longer able to hear it unless you go out and buy a second-hand copy of the original or was you that, search for other ways. Was that maybe the reason for the title? Was it just to... <laughs> He's waiting for Loudon to come in, just t- t- almost teasing him. Like, come on, when are you going to get to it, eh? <laughs> eh? When are you going to show up? And I've been expecting you, Coward. Just seeing how famous... Maybe it's one of those things. It's maybe seeing how famous you are, seeing if you can do something like that. And he's had, he's had, he had a little test. It didn't work. And he got a little lesson. And he thinks, oh, okay, I can... Right, this is my boundaries. And I think he's he's smart for that because, you know, his next couple of albums did do well. So um, he's maybe, this is a learning experience. Is that maybe what it is? The, yeah, the, the vibe I was getting was sort of cringy hip-hop via Beck um, type sound from yeah, it. Beck's again. who I was looking for. I don't know why I was going with Strokes in the way. It was that kind of... You've again, mixing in, obviously, stuff from his, maybe his record yeah. collection and just, you know, chuck it in, whatever. 
Well, luckily it's only us for that edit we just edited out. So, um, getting to the next track because obviously we can't include Jesus. Um, uh, well, not, well, we not can to... for this um, oh, if oh, we sorry. want to just have uh, get into serious legal trouble. If we want, if we think the song is worth that. Um, <laughs> but hey, is this potentially I'm a... on that horse now, right? Is this uh, well? You want to maybe Take the wheel, Jesus? Um, no, we'll we'll leave it. We'll we'll leave it in in the dirt in the camper in the van dirt, in the yeah. campsite where we where we found it. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. So heaven from here is obviously next, and then this is a this is back down to the the slow swinging. It's not even a love thing. Like I say, love music, love music. You know those love music genres. Just that, like a wind, wind outside your door. It's just, it's there. I feel really negative because it's like, oh, I hate all these songs apart from obviously the two I mentioned, which are not terrible. But one I can't even use because it was it was stolen lyrics, and then the other one was recorded in two thousand two. So I don't. Like so it. maybe you love it. Well, actually, this reminded me of like the worst of uh, Paul McCartney's songwriting, um, which actually made it one of the better songs in this album. But brutal auto tune once again. This was this was probably the worst um, for the auto tune in the album. I thought it's that weird. It's that weird like tail that it has. You know, like it, I don't always know. I mean, Cher came back with a hit, and she was auto tuned to to High Heaven, uh, Heaven from Here. Um, but yeah, there's that weird tail, like, and it feels like there's a little. There's a little spill of something. I don't know what is that. Maybe explained if someone who was like an actual audi, audi audiologist, does what he calls that person. Audi- audi- an ottoman. Ottoman is that what they call you? Do <laughs> son of a bitch. Anyway, so this ottoman would um, he'd look at it and say, "Oh, that's actually the. There's no way to auto tune it without leaving that little bit of waste." It's like Whatever CGI. The, yeah. You like it's the audio CGI, isn't it? You know, yeah. like um, that just seen in a film where you're just like, can't something's. It's it's uh, you use it a lot the um it's uncanny a, valley the, the ear uncanny valley is what yes yeah. I've unfortunately got his face looking at me right now because I've got the I've got the <laughs> album cover open and it's just this if you ever anyone wants to go and look at this you can just see he's got such a little smug face on and if you want another little treat by the way if you go to the Madame Tussauds picture of, I don't know if it still looks like this but the Madame Tussauds picture of Rob, Robbie Williams I don't know who they were going for but it's if you get if you get a chance, if you get a chance, I don't know who you need to say. Williams, like, Madame Tussauds. Okay. Yeah. I, Presumably in Britain, there'd not be one in uh, no, New York or anything. <laughs> oh gosh, there's a oh, there's it's a couple like, of different ones. There's one. Oh. There's a there's a shirt open one. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. The shirt right. open. <laughs> yeah, the shirt open, Madame Tussauds, which that's, hopefully um, they've changed. That's the heavy makeup face or heavy mascara. There's another. One from Amsterdam, which is creepy as anything I've ever seen in my life. He's wearing oh, a vest. <laughs> and then a, an, an additional Amsterdam one with a suit, uh, equally as creepy. I don't know if it's the same model, but with a different set of clothes on. And then there's a... Oh, yeah, they're just reusing this one, but he looks like Gary Barlow somehow in this one. I don't know how that's happening. Oh, it's like yeah. he's lying down. Yeah, he's sort of, he's sort of chilling. Oh, yeah. Doesn't look like anything. Oh, yeah, oh there's a close-up of the... So if you just search everybody that's listened to this great um, audio, uh, Robbie Williams, uh, Madame Tussauds, you can enjoy what we're looking at here. It's, yeah. Moving on. Um, maybe yes, no on Heaven From Here. I will have to put a maybe because I think we're are we doing that thing where we run out again. We're, we've got a lot of maybes here, surprisingly. I thought it was going to yeah. be significantly more no's given how negative we've been uh, towards him. Well, please um, go on. And um, 
uh, maybe karma will something pun about karma. Um, the next song is Karma Killer. So, <laughs> so yeah, a little bit of heat here. This seemed to be um, so reading into the the song meanings here. This is apparently about an ex manager um, of Take That who he took umbrage with. So this was, I guess, as rocky as you're going to get in the context of this. Yeah. It's the wrong. It's the Brian Adams kind of rock, though. This is the only <laughs> thing he's tried that style, which is the. It's it's just busy. There's a lot of, like unexplained background noises. You wouldn't know the instrument. Like any metal song, even as its hardest, you'd be like, "There's the bass. There's the drums. There's the guitar. There's the lead guitar. There's the rhythm guitar. There's all sorts." On songs like this, where it's just like wah in the background of these really loud rock Brian Adams songs. <laughs> Uh, I'm not even getting because Brian angry Adams, Brian Adams uh, yeah. feel to this is what you were yeah because actually after the slow one next and the one after there's another rocky one that comes later this is almost exactly the same as this but it's that just if you go loud and you go you go guitar people will think you're really you've hit it in the studio and I I don't know what to make of this one because it's going to have to be a yes because I can't have the next song so I'm going to have to say yes to this one so I can allow myself the free space to get rid of the next but the other one the next one I actually have questions because obviously you explained it to me before we recorded but um, I guess that um, this so you want to swiftly move past <laughs> a, yeah. a yes on uh, so yeah. I'm, not, uh, I'm not as sure I would uh, I'd like to add that as a maybe because it was it didn't fill yeah. me with actually hey we've not got a lot of yeses here let's <laughs> just yes this one and, move, yeah, and move forward let's let karma be our guide so yeah the next one mm, she's is, the oh, one well, she is the one. We've given up on whoever's introducing this. So, so yeah, you go. So, sorry, yeah. I, I apologize. You go. Yeah, uh, speaking of karma and killer, um, she's the one. But apparently, she's not the one. She is the two exact same tracks from different artists a year before. Please go on and explain this to me. So, yeah, we talked about this uh, off air, obviously. Um, she's the one is, uh, unbeknownst to, I guess, a lot of people, a cover song. Um, World Party, uh, who Guy Chambers was actually a former member of, had uh, recorded a version, or the original version of this, uh, She's the One. Nice. I think it was, just, it was just the year before. I'm sure I read that. Okay. So, yeah, it was, I it was, was um, I believe it was, it wasn't 97, it was, 90, yeah, 1997 it was released. Uh, quite, they didn't do much to change it <laughs> from the oh. from the original. Yes. Um, I thought the, the original had kind of a, unused john lennon demo sort of or feel like, to it kind of I, th- I got a slight not not the cure but that kind of almost lean to that kind of style like if they cleaned up their act this is what it would sound like does that make sense yeah i think if the original if this was the original it would probably be the best song in this album but um i thought robbie williams polishing of the original actually it lost a lot of its effect um can I can I also what 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 happened here? How so I mean, you see a crime and you think, how did this happen? Like, what was did just people just not care back then? Was it a kind of because it, it was it would have been released? It would have been a, this would have been a single by World Party and it just didn't do well. Or what was the was it suppressed? Did they not do as much um, advertisement? I didn't read this much into it. But yeah, the original wasn't by a established artist. Again, this is ah, where you okay. you're, you're talking about what is music, who <laughs> is successful, what, is what, does, music? It, what does it God. mean to be, what does it mean to be successful? This is an identical, like this is identical, and it's in ridiculous. fact, this is actually slightly worse than the original, and it was significantly um, more successful, and is actually identified as a Robbie Williams song by the majority of people that uh, bought that song or have heard it. But hey, smash hit, uh, 
I think if he was coming close to global success, this was one of those. So this was um, all all over Europe and across the world. Again, America not really that fussed about him, uh, but yeah, it was. Yeah, they loved James Corden. Go figure. <laughs> Many years later, embraced him fully. But yeah, I thought the original was a good song, but we do tend to want to disqualify cover songs um, out of hand for these yeah. things if we can. So it's an yeah. easy it's an easy no for us. Get him. He's a man machine. <laughs> drinking gasoline. Mm. Uh, that is the level of sophistication of this next song. Mm. What did you I've not really got much notes on that apart from <laughs> what I just said. What did you think, think of Man Machine? I think it's just the less offensive version of Karma Killer, and by that logic I have to include it because Oh, we're going man machine, are we? It was really yeah. It was dumb. Yeah. Dumb as can be. <laughs> dumb as a bag of rocks. <laughs> I think it's just, it's a weird finish to this album as well, because it kind of, I don't know if somebody else is in charge, or like, he just did a wavy hand, like, stick that after, once she's the ones passed, no one's going to care, so put these, <laughs> put these whatever. on. <laughs> just wavy hand, They're like, just do it, do it. Um, so I don't know, but I think it's, um, it's like, being left after the party and then actually some of the, not good tunes, but you know, you've suffered a terrible social event and then like, you know, they're cleaning clean up the rubbish at the end and then the house music comes on it happens to be a really nice CD <laughs> that you enjoy. Um, that's that's really that strange. That was almost my identical perception. So it was the, <laughs> the, the salesmanship's out of the way here. And actually, yeah. I don't know if it's not being as... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's hard to explain because it's still part of the album, isn't it? So the, the remainder of this album... Um, so are we a yes on Man Machine, it sounds like? I'm not 100% sure, but um, if you were keen to just, for, oh, no, for parity, include... Because you've got no, no. two yeah, very similar <laughs> here, songs here. Because Karma Killer had to be included. That's just for safety, so I could definitely get rid of She's the One. But I mean, you, okay. you, I, I maybe played my cards too too soon because well, you Well, we'll see how we do um, yeah. as things go on. Um, because, you know, I, I think Man Machine, uh, great title, because... Uh, I don't know what it means. It's a bit like Phoenix from the Flames. It's man machine. Um, is that a, Drinking gasoline. Is that a man who's also a machine? Is it a machine that makes men? Is it, so funnily know? enough, this didn't yield much results from uh, what does this song mean? Um, search. So <laughs> no help. You did there. it too? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I didn't want to give enough time or brain power to figure it out for myself. But I don't think there's much to figure out here. I think it's just there, a bunch a, of lyrics. There's a better song out there that's called Half Man, Half Machine by Goldie Looking Chain. If anyone's, okay. anyone's needing cheered up, go search that out, okay? That's the way to do it. Well, the the next one is actually um, quite surprising. These Dreams, I'm assuming that, because I've got the Spotify one up, so it says there's a hidden track, but obviously... So this is, yeah. These Dreams being the next one. But This is the, the, the quote-unquote last um, mm. track in the album, but we'll get to... Okay. What a bonus track is after this, because it's quite tiresome okay. a subject. Right? Yeah, sorry. But these, re- I actually, it's it's got a, like you were mentioning, like a Paul McCartney, John Lennon style, or like a kind of fun songwriting one. It's, I feel like somebody somebody else must have wrote this or helped him with this one, because it feels more, up, it's upbeat. It was a nice finish. It sounded like it, a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I don't mean that to be like, oh, silly guys being silly about stuff that's silly. God, we're great at comedy. Yeah, that's why people listen. But, um... No, this was just like a nice wee, almost like a reward. Like it felt like it was. You talk about other songs getting retroactively put in, but this felt like it was put in just to be like, listen, you've you've done good work. You've listened, okay? You've got this far. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations. Um, and you think it's over after this song? We've got another one for you. But no, no, I, I was quite impressed with these dreams. It weirdly felt like I was. Um, I was listening to music, and I enjoyed that. 
So my notes were great, very surprising, <laughs> and a serviceable album finale. God, pretentious guys, I said. There you a go. Serviceable <laughs> album finale. <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, hey. So that's a yes, then, from, oh, from yeah. both. Um, but it is not the finale. So What? <laughs> though, <laughs> any um, younger non-CD-buying listeners might not remember <laughs> the glory days of the CD where it was a bit of a a thing to put these bonus tracks on. So you're, you've got your CD on, you've listened to the final track, and you know you you don't turn your machine off. You're very wasteful with your um, energy consumption, as we all were in the 90s, uh, certainly nothing like today. Uh, but then, oh, hang on a second. Five or ten minutes later, another song comes on to your shock and, and complete amazement. That was the attempt of these gimmicks, wasn't it? Why else would you have a song come in? Well, I think it was, was it 17 minutes this came in? 11 minutes. It was round about 11 minutes it came in. So it's a good five minutes after the finish of that last song. So why why were they doing that? I mean, I'd like to ask, I'd like to ask Robbie Williams and any of the other number of artists that were doing this. Why? To scare people who forgot to turn off the CDs, left them going on. Also, like, this is in the same par as skits in between rap songs. I just don't get, I don't understand. I do not understand why you So it's because the CD could do this that they did do it. You want to fan out so it becomes a full CD. Like, were they afraid that people would be able to like copy on the end of it, like use the space? What was the what was the fear? So, I mean, technically speaking, this brings you up to seventy plus minutes. So, I mean, those are minutes. We're talking will, about will minutes we that we're the off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'd like <laughs> to change it. There the, we five, go. the five minutes in between these dreams and the next track, "Stand Your yeah. Ground," there to be included. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm going to include at the beginning that, of the album. Um, what, what was happening here as well? They are they like just. Um, Robbie Williams not, like, not quite finished with uh, his little references he thought I'll try some Radiohead oh my goodness that is my note yeah, yeah. What <laughs> some the sort hell? of Radiohead attempt uh, was that why it was hidden as well like just I'll see what I'll see what people say I mean <laughs> it was like the rest I of the I won't get bold. into trouble if it's a bonus track <laughs> a hidden track yeah like Radiohead will go oh well you know most people turn off their CDs so you're okay really I think awesome. for that reason it was actually in the grand scheme of things to oh, me to my mind you- bastard <laughs> um good enough to keep mm. but if you feel strongly against it, it, it i wouldn't uh, die on that hill certainly mm. we'll see how we get it with we'll time. see how we get okay, mr timings man mr booker man 28 minutes in oh. what happens uh i guess is that one called what's that one called because it's stalker's day the, off stalker's day off so this it's was just um, like a this was pre-stan huh oh gosh yeah He's he's ahead of the game, but I didn't listen to the lyrics too much because I was done by this point. But um, yeah, this is a wet fart of a song, and it was almost like as much as I enjoyed these dreams of the finish, it was the uh, like the hey hey by the way, (laughs) you turn around as you're just at the door, and they just throw a big pile of in your face, (laughs) and you're more embarrassed because you turned around. You know what I mean? You just left with your dignity and your head held high. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Hey. Loser, and then you're like, "What? <laughs> Smash!" <laughs> so I, I thought because it was so odd, it was a really odd song. It was like some sort of kind of seventies Barry Manilow, but not quite right. Um, I quite liked it. You <laughs> sick son! I just find it so bizarre. Um, in the in the context again of this Robbie Williams vehicle that I I, I warmed to it, and again, if it, if you felt strongly about it, again, I wouldn't be. 
But we'll see how we do, shall we? Unless you definitely don't like the story, you want to take away. What's the what's the uh, the sample that's in um, all the uh, Doctor Dre ones? What's the Granny one? Is it Funkadelic or? Oh, um, uh, the Funky Worm. Fun- that's what I'm saying. That weird Funky Worm Granny voice that was in it as well. Do you like that? Yeah, and then there was there was like a he was being this cat, the stalker character, but really. Hmm. Strange, but yeah. So that's it. Was it was the I mean not with the the great success and that Stan by Eminem had, but yeah, hey, it's the same yeah. theme. Also, I mean, you know, the Beatles had that stupid number nine, number nine. So who the hell are we? You know, what I mean, Robbie, enjoy yourself in 1998. Retroactively, you have a great time. And that brings us amazingly um, <laughs> to the end of I've been expecting you. We're not going to force you to listen to us tally up the times and numbers of the songs that we think we're going to keep um i don't think that would be good listening so now punish um, them punish them for Derek. you listen this long <laughs> we will take care of that business um and we'll be back with you after these short messages mm, if i'm interject for a moment we're going to tell you about our sister podcast the blast from colon music plus talk if you've got an extra coin in your purse you want to be a man non-cowardly we release this whenever the hell we want and if you've got spotify premium you're halfway there just search blast from colon music plus sign talk and you'll have a great time with music and talking welcome back to the finale um, of this blast from edit. So uh, we have tallied up and we are pretty much bang on 40 minutes, 36 seconds um, of songs just by the ones that we've said are definite no's. So we have decided to keep all the maybes and the yeses. They're all now effectively in the same category. What we need to determine now is strong openers, no pun intended, um, and potentially a strong finish. Um, and the in-between so uh, and that would include side ones and side twos as well so any what you were saying millennium should open this oh, whole doodad that's stick that on a needle and a record player wow look at that people think they listen to a james bond album you get angry people in the room i think it i think it works because it's just like a it's a big blooming rose um and you want to show that to your guests uh, apparently i only listen to music when i have guests so for my guest parties that I have, um, this would be a perfect opener if that's okay with you. So what creams in afterwards then? What's the the, the bubbler under for forgive, that? Forgive me for not remembering everything that you said yes to, but what would, what is next that we've got listed down that I can use? We've got, we've maybe strong, no regrets. Um, we may again, be strong. We may be strong. You maybe maybe be, I did not. Strong. You did not. You wanted to, uh, you wanted to be gone. I, would, I, I, I couldn't be more strong opinion done. Getting rid of it. All right. Well, but, this changes everything. Oh no! Wait. It? Oh so, no! Wait. Hold on. So the interesting. Hold do on. You, well, hey, if you want to either claim back Phoenix from the flames, win oh. some, lose some, oh. um, Jesus in a camper van, or she's the oh, one. Well, we're discounting. Well, she's Jesus the one. in a camper van can get us in illegal trouble, or one that's terrible. Uh, no, no, I strong actually is a, a strong candidate for. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You, it can't. It can't follow Millennium because that's too. Um, that's too punchy. So I'm assuming Grace would be next. Because would that weird like, Calypso business be a nice one from Millennium? I don't Grace see. Calypso is it? Uh, yeah, that was the that yeah. was the kind of generic. Well, I thought it sounded Calypso, yeah. but yeah, well, um, it would be an there. odd contrast. Is that a good enough reason? Calypso is always refreshing after a hot day. Because um, it is. I do. I don't disagree. It's a strong song. Whatever you put after that is, you know. Yeah. 
there's no there's no winner after that. I mean, which the, is the which does shows. I guess maybe is why they didn't put it first in the first yeah. place. But um, I don't again. I don't think they gave it as much. I hate this is it is unfair, isn't it? Yeah, to say that, but they didn't. Well, I think um, <laughs> in fact on on that basis, just to split them up, I think we should put Karma Killer after Millennium to to get it out of the way. You want them on different sides as yeah, well? Karma, from, karma we're talking about Karma Chameleon. Ka- karma Chameleon. <laughs> I want that on there as well, so we'll add that on. Um, that's good. Culture Club, you like that? Um, no, I think we should split those boys up because they're, they're talking too much in class. So we'll put Karma Killer after Millennium, just so it's fast and out of the way. Then hit it with a bit of grace. Take it down. Yeah, take it down a bit. Take are we staying down, down or are we... Take it so down. I, I've, Wait, hold on. I've, I've, <laughs> oh I've annotated my um, my notes with an up arrow, a down arrow, and a, just a middle uh, middle minus sign for in the middle. Okay. Sort of I think we should take that hidden track, Stand Your Ground. Was that one of the keepers? I, I mis- misspoke. That was that the radio heady sign. The radio head one. one? We'll go with that. Did you like that one? I that was, Yeah, but so that's that, was a, a that was a maybe, certainly. So, so I think that goes next. And if that's starting... The next side, or so it wouldn't. It would probably finish. Finish. The that's side, fine. No, that's fine because so that, that works with my plan. So that that finishes side one. And I tell you what's going to come out. Get your meat and your metal together. Man machine hits side one. Side two. I think, even actually, I think we need another another track here. Oh, you need big. We need a a relatively slim one, um, so that. Um, with the weird serial killer one. <laughs> the stalker's day off. I've been hanging around. Finish to side one. How about that? Okay, that's fine. Slim. Disturb people. What then a refreshing So it's it's this is kind of a this is much a weirder album already, which I quite like. So <laughs> let me just So according to these calculations, um that I've obviously done instantly, not taking a break in the recording. Um it would take us to eighteen minutes and fifty nine seconds. So we're there or thereabouts. It doesn't matter if side two is longer. Should we go over the final track listen afterwards? So that would leave us um with strong no regrets heaven from here which was that nothing paul mccartney sounded song um as well as man machine and these dreams the finale so i think we're these dreams is finishing the whole oh yeah do that whatever happens it needs needs to do the same thing it did for us but for actual people yeah i I think i open up with man machine actually because it's a it's a it's a it's a fast one that's always good yeah i decide i'm a judge he's that's fine with me man machine drinking gasoline over here um so we so it's getting really weird, like that line eh? weird stuff yeah weird stalkers day off finishing and yeah. then coming back with the man machine the dumb song mm-hmm. um so we've got strong no regrets oh. heaven from here and that's it that's all you gotta work with this is a weaker side isn't it yeah, this is terrible. Um, this, but this we're is we've terrible. got we've got to work with. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, um, why don't we man machine hitting it hard? Okay, and then get that weird no regrets song on. Uh huh. Okay, are you going somewhere with this, or is this you just saying song no, names? I'm just saying song names for just now. Heaven from here. So that's the this slower sort of um, yeah. song. So the gentle slower. You Be think strong. that I'm strong. We got to stick that in. There. Oh no, so, so it's that... strong because it's kind of. It's I maybe... think that's fine to come yeah, just near then, the end. This the, yeah, the penultimate that you song. Up again. Yeah, that lifts you up again, and then these dreams hitting at the end, and we've got an actual almost pleasant finish to this. There we've got something. We've got a, a single LP, Robbie Williams, working with what we had. Yeah. Um. Here, let me just double check the numbers. Mm-hmm. So we, we do have on. a significantly uh, longer second side. 
So we're 21 minutes and 37 seconds on side two. That, hey, I don't think a blast from Edit has gone as smoothly as this in terms of the numbers. <laughs> no. It was fairly straightforward, wasn't it? No, not much agonizing. I think, if anything, there was a bit of humming and hangover actually keeping strong, though uh, catchy though it is. Mm. So let's run through the final track listing of the Blast From Edits edition of I've Been Expecting You by Robert Williams. Hey, actually, hey, is, that, Robert, wait, is there opportunities here to make yeah. some nips and tucks elsewhere in the presentation? Robert Williams, how do you like that? I, I think we should re, rebrand him as RPW. I think that's just some sort of mysterious three-pronged name. So R, RPW, are you happy with the, the album title? Uh, no, let's take a couple of words out. Okay. <laughs> Huh? Which ones? They're going to be fairly significant. <laughs> so, being expected. Hey, which would you like? Listen, let me be the let me let me be the magic maker. Okay, I think you take out the I've, and it, it's even better. Being expecting you. What do you get there? That's that's. It looks neater as well, and also it's yeah. That's like a lot of baby. you don't want apostrophes in amongst an it's album. It's a weird tale, an I've or an I'm or an. I'll. I don't like that. I think being is. I have been expecting you to creepy sounding. <laughs> Hold on, uh, your idea is what it is now. So yes, okay. I I have been expecting you. <laughs> Do you I want like to add any uh, ellipses in there? Dot dot dot. Or is that too much? That's over egg in the pudding. Wait, let's leave it. Right? Hey, hey, come on now. We don't have an eggy pudding. Just end up with scrambled eggs here. I have been expecting you okay. by Robert William or an RP, no, RPW. RPW was it? RPW. I've RPW. been expecting. Yeah. I have this, been expecting you. What about this album cover? What would be your suggestions if you were to? Right. Um, I think it should be the Madame Tussauds <laughs> picture. <laughs> What, the, the black open shirt? Yes. Uh, one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hands hands out, open. He's been expecting you. I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> what do you think of that? Okay. Um, that sounds magnificent. So, um, I have been expecting you by RPW. Um, track one, Millennium. Uh, track two, Karma Killer coming in with a the rock there. Um, Grace, bit of Calypso action. Uh, next, Stand Your Ground, Radiohead. Um, that's referring to it as a Radiohead cover. <laughs> Stand Your Ground, Radiohead. Prepare for legal action. Um, Get ready. And then <laughs> Stalker's Day Off uh, to finish that side. Side two begins with Man Machine, some more rocking. And then uh, RPW has no regrets following that. Uh, then it's Heaven From Here, followed by hit single Strong, and then Finishing. Well, they're not quite album finisher, but should be the finisher. These Dreams. And there, there we have it. It's a nice, almost a nice little album. I mean, we'll Especially with to... these new presentation uh, changes. That's just <laughs> put it into a different stratosphere for me. Uh, that's what we should be brought in for, the presentation streams. That's what we'll call ourselves. And that brings us to the conclusion of this episode of the Blast From Edits, the Blast From Cast From. From myself, Walter Kaup, and from my co-host, Tom, thank you for listening. Thank you.